And welcome back to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmay Amber. Our guest today, Linda Lantieri, author of Building Emotional Intelligence. So when you're helping children learn how to deal with emotional intelligence and cope with life really well, how valuable are being aware and dealing with body cues and reading what they're about and what to do about them? Well, one of the things that young people begin to learn is how connected our emotions are to our body. We we forget that as we grow older. Yeah. So clearly, one of the things that happens as a result of tuning in to teaching young people some of these practices is that very thing, that they begin to see that their body cues can be important signs for them in terms of what's going on for them emotionally. So it kind of strengthens that mind-body connection quite a bit. You know, I find most people or many people don't realize that they are not their emotions. Yes. They think that they are their emotions, and because they don't know that they aren't their emotions, they think that the emotion has every right to own them (laughs) instead of that they have an ability (laughs) to master the emotion by not, like, dwelling in it forever. Yeah. Well, and and what Dan Goleman talks about is this whole concept of emotional hijacking, which (laughs) is a concept that's important to begin to understand when we start to try to manage our emotions. And what emotional hijacking is, as he describes, is when something in your present environment and state uh, reminds you of something in the past that you haven't fully worked through and yes. unconsciously you're responding with a strength of emotion that is certainly not equal to the present situation. And we try to help young people begin to notice when that's happening, when, when their emotions are hijacking them, uh, when their level of stress may be so high that they're responding in deeper ways or a situation reminds them of something that has happened in the past that was a signal for danger for them in the past. It's like, um, let's say, uh, a child was uh, bitten by a dog, or, or a dog was really mean and it got close to being bitten, and so then it puts on all other dogs for the rest of its life extra fear. Well, it's it's interesting that you use that exact example since that actually happened uh, to me. Uh, I wasn't actually bit by a dog, but I was just telling this story to a couple of parents the other day. My mother uh, was walking with my brother and sister in a carriage, mm-hmm. and I was nearby holding on to the carriage, and we lived in a very rural part of Brooklyn at that time where there were packs of wild dogs. And in the carriage was food that my mother had just bought and sure enough the dogs surrounded the carriage and began to go after the food and uh, luckily some truckers came and grabbed the food and threw it as the dogs went for it but clearly the three ages of us were about five I was the oldest uh, three and two and each of us had a different residual reaction to dogs, all of which was not positive, of course, but at different levels, we had different reactions. Wow. 
really fascinating. And it wasn't until I did some inner work with really helping to release that original trauma sure. that I was able to be able to regulate my emotions around even seeing a dog, let right. alone being in the dog's presence for any period of time. So in going back and dealing with that trauma that got stuck, yes. you enabled the present, after, after dealing with that, to have more space of rationality around it instead of a knee-jerk reaction of exactly. panic and fear. Exactly, but as I think about it now in terms of what I wrote about in the book, what also was happening is that I was exposing myself to experiences either in my mind of thinking about a dog's presence or looking at pictures of the dog, of dogs, and controlling my physiology, which is exactly what we're teaching young people to do. Mm -hmm. And in controlling my physiology, in relaxing the body and calming the mind, first of all, that initial trauma finally could release itself. But secondly, I could bring that state of physiology to a present moment when I saw a dog. Right. So, you, so those neural pathways that said dog emergency right. were starting <laughs> to be broken. Yeah. So you could sit in your center of well-being and clear perspective instead of panic. Exactly. Okay, we got to take a break. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts helping humanity wake up one show at a time. Today we're doing it with Linda Lantieri, Building Emotional Intelligence. Stay with us. we got more. <laughs> 